These words and the meditations of our hearts bring us closer to you, Lord Jesus. Amen. It's Palm Sunday. It's really hard to believe. This is without a doubt, the lentiest Lent that we've ever experienced. As Mike said in his opening comments and as he played the ukulele, if we were together, we'd begin with jubilation. We'd have a New Orleans band playing at Holy Communion, leading us in as we twirl brightly decorated parasols, wave palms, and have swirling rainbow streamers. We would have sang together in body with gusto, all glory, laud, and honor. But these are untraditional times. And so in these untraditional times, I would like to propose an untraditional Palm Sunday hymn. Shake, Rattle, and Roll by Billy Haley. You know the refrain. I wanted to play it via YouTube, but licensing, blah, 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 blah. Couldn't do it. So we're going to have to sing it together. I've got four teenagers looking at me back there in my house. They're going to love this. So sing along with me. Here it goes. I said, shake, rattle, and roll. I said, shake, rattle, and roll. I said, shake, rattle, and roll. Well, you won't do nothing to save your doggone soul. There's a little bit of the silly that Mike was talking about. But I do suggest this pretty seriously as an all as a alternative Palm Sunday hymn. Because the idea of being shaken is really at the core, is central to the Palm Sunday reading just proclaimed by Chester about Jesus' triumphal entry into Jerusalem. When Jesus enters Jerusalem, everything is going great. Jesus tells his disciples, go ahead, find a donkey and a colt, and they're tethered in a village and bring them back here. The disciples go, they do what he says, voila, it happens just as Jesus told them. Matthew uses that donkey and that colt because they point to prophecies from Zechariah and Isaiah about the Messiah. In other words, Matthew is telling readers that Jesus is the fulfillment of messianic prophecy. We can also see that things are going great because there are teeming crowds in front of Jesus and behind him. And they are throwing their coats and waving palm branches, tree branches, fresh greens. I want you to think of this as like the downtown parade after the Blues won the Stanley Cup. And at that parade, the crowds are yelling to Jesus, Hosanna, which means, O Lord, grant salvation. And they're also yelling, Hosanna in the highest, which means, may God save him. Kind of like modern day Brits saying, God save the queen. Matthew paints a picture of all systems go, all signs good. Jesus is the Messiah, and people get it. But there's a really pesky verse that stands out in opposition to all this optimism. Verse 10 reads, 
when he entered Jerusalem, the whole city was stirred up and asked, who is this? Stirred up. Other translations say the whole city was shaken. Matthew only uses this verb, stirred up or shaken, three times in his gospel. Here, at Jesus' crucifixion, and at his resurrection. For the gospel writer, this verb, shaken, meant the shaking of the old world when God brings in the kingdom. The people of Jerusalem were shaken, rattled, and rolled. They feared that the old was slipping away. Now, the story of the triumphal entry is sounding to me, to my ears, extremely relevant to us in our moment with coronavirus. When we rang in 2020, we were triumphant. Whether you agree with this assessment or not, the leaders of our nation jubilantly proclaimed that we had made America great again. Now we just needed to keep it great. The stock market was at an all-time high, unemployment at an all-time low. We were watching out for America first, and it was working. All systems go. All signs good. And then Corona came. And like the people of Jerusalem, we are shaken and asking, what is this? We can see that the old world, the world before Corona is gone. We are shaken. After Jesus' triumphal entry into Jerusalem, as he preaches and teaches, he knows where he's heading. Matthew tells readers in the next five chapters that local leaders, those in charge of upholding the system, are indignant with Jesus. They attempt to arrest him, plot to entrap him, and have malice toward him. Jesus knows where he's heading, to the cross. And right now, we know where we're heading too. Doctors Fauci and Burks, the CDC, have made it clear that in the coming weeks, we will see up to 240,000 deaths in the United States. If your week was like mine, Corona is coming closer. Two friends have recovered, two others have not. This Holy Week, we will walk to the cross with Jesus in a way that few of us have ever experienced. As a nation and as a global community, we are shaken and we are heading to the cross. This is new for us, has not been experienced in a generation. But I am certain that in our individual lives, we have been shaken and we have walked to the cross before. I think of the man whose marriage was riddled with his spouse's addiction, which led to the loss of the family business and their marriage. The woman who survived a catastrophic car accident and months of hospitalization and rehab. 
the parents whose 13 year old son with complex intellectual and physical disabilities died. I wonder, what is your story of being shaken and walking to the cross? But Matthew's verb for shaking does not only mean the end of the old. It also means the inbreaking of God's kingdom. The man's marriage and business ended, but he now says that he's living his best life. The car accident victim has restored health and new ministry. The parents of the 13-year-old work with other families who have children with medically complex needs to connect them to resources. I wonder, what is your story of God's inbreaking into your times of being shaken and walking to the cross? None of these stories was easy, none completed in a day. They were long journeys. What if you, like the nation, are in the middle of being shaken and moving to the cross. Well then my friend, you are on the perfect Holy Week journey. Because here is the good news of our Holy Week. We trust in a God who is fully present in the flesh. As our second reading said, Jesus emptied himself to take the form of a human. God emptied God's self to become Jesus. Jesus Christ was fully in the flesh and experienced Jerusalem being shaken. God was fully there and present when Jesus walked to the cross. And so as we are shaken, as we walk to the cross, God has been there too knows what we know, feels what we feel, is with us. And we believe in an abiding spirit, a Holy Spirit, who continues to move among us, is present here and now. This Holy Week, we may be shaken and rattled by collective or individual grief, confusion, anxiety. God is here with us. And if we are up for it, God invites us to join Jesus in his final journey through Jerusalem, just as he walks with us on ours. Amen.